0: Welcome to The Arnithology. This is The Arnithology Presents The Cruise Cast, and we just watched...
1: Tropic Thunder. I'm Ben Hayton,
0: And I'm Alex Bloody.
1: This is a 2008 film from director Ben Stiller.
0: It's a Ben Stiller movie.
1: It is. And you may
0: be thinking,
1: does this really justify an entire episode? Tom Cruise is in it for like 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, uh, I reckon it does. Because... Uh, it's important. With Arnie, we were like charting his career up and down, the golden age, the 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 comeback, the fall, right? We were doing all that with Arnie. And I'd argue this is arguably Tom Cruise's comeback movie. It's the first movie he's doing since all this stuff kicked off with Scientology and jumping on Oprah's couch and telling Brooke, Brooke Shields that she's insane.
1: Kind of. Let's face it. This is an outlier in the career of Tom Cruise. He is fucking mental in this film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At a time when he was being accused of being
1: mental in real life. So, to pad out the discussion a little bit, we've got a couple of guests.
0: Uh, What? Yeah. Yeah. Who have you got, Ben?
1: I've got Chester's answer to Les Grossman, Gareth Stacey. (laughs) Woo!
0: Woo! (laughs) <laughs> Say hi. Say hi guys. Hey.
2: Guys. Oh, was that just a woo? Is that it? Yeah.
3: So... Pleasure anyway. being on here.
1: <laughs> and Ooh. our very own Robert Downey blackface, Jim Door.
2: Big ass titties. Wow. Different That's character, it. but Hello.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do you prefer Jim or James?
2: Uh Jim. We'll go with Jim. Okay. All right.
1: Traditionally, when we have a guest on, or guests, we like to get a bit about what your history with Tom Cruise is. Who wants to go first?
3: Oh, yeah, I'll go up first. Okay, then. On up. Tom Cruise has always been a person within my life in terms of knowing him <laughs> through Top Gun. Within and my, a, I listen to your cocktail episodes and I totally agree with everything you're saying. I still kind of love that movie.
1: You're an idiot. Uh, yeah, well. I'm well
3: aware of that, but no. But uh, uh, l- listen,
0: Gaz, it's something that a lot of people say. People just have a lot of love for that movie. Unfortunately, you've been put in the character category of people who love dirty dancing as well.
3: Oh yeah, I do like dirty dancing. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah. that's how it works. What do you yeah. mean? Uh, Patrick swaggy. Fantastic. Right. Anyway, is uh, it, have
0: we ever have we ever ejected a guest like before it started? Has that ever happened?
1: We have not ejected a guest yet.
0: Not yet. Gaz, carry on, man. It's it's look, fair play. You love those films. I get but, it. There I is, I is a lot of love, love. for those films.
3: Yeah, you do love. Okay, dance. No, no, no. Anyway, this is about Tom Cruise. So, yeah, always aware of Tom Cruise. And uh, I think my true uh, fascination with him came about when I saw Magnolia and Eyes Wide Shut. And, I mean, it's pretty hard not to say that this guy's got some... Uh, Acting chops, really. I always thought he was a pretty face, the action guy. And Magnolia is just... His performance in Magnolia is phenomenal, which you both covered very well. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I just I, I just think he's a, a great professional. And I think that comes across in his films. Um, and also, you know, the stories you hear about him being very affable with... Uh, people at the premiere signing autographs for hours. He, I think he's truly dedicated to what he does, and he's pretty good at what he does.
0: So you're saying that in life he's got not more energy than is necessary, <laughs> but a lot of energy. <laughs> he's most certainly for things got a lot of energy. He does, yeah, man. Energy for things that he does.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, how do you compare him to Arnie? How does he measure up?
3: Uh, I'm afraid to say, but although I've been I've listened to every single episode of the Ornithology. Woo! Yeah, mega fan. <laughs> um uh Arnie pales in comparison for me, in terms of Tom Cruise. I've never been a true Arnie fanboy, unlike you two boys. So yeah, I'm really enjoying the Tom Cruise the Cruise cast.
2: Oh wow, cool. Jimmy? I've gone clear from Scientology for two years now. <laughs> I was uh, deeply embedded in in the church. But to be honest, I've not seen hardly any of the early Tom Cruise films: Cocktail, Far and Away, right. all that kind of stuff. Days of Thunder. So I think I've come at it from. I think Rain Man is probably the earliest Tom Cruise film that I've seen. Yeah, but I saw it fairly recently, like in the last right. few years. So I'm more of it from Mission Impossible kind of fan. Oh yeah, good. And also, it's, it's just my, completely. That's my crease thing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm totally mesmerised by his like his personal life as well, and that. It's really? Kind of, yeah, it's also, really interesting. It's um, yeah. He's he's a bit of an enigma, really, isn't he?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And,
2: and yeah. this this point in his career, Tropic Thunder, is yeah, it's um kind of the apex of crazy.
0: So, what you you know a bit more about his life then, if you've been fascinated by it, or because I feel like I'm quite ignorant. I'm learning as I go along.
2: Well, yeah, prior to coming on, I thought I'd do some research and oh, get right, into okay. some, um, I don't know, kind of like weird rumours about him.
0: What's your top top three?
2: Okay, the first one, uh, the 33 conspiracy. Are you aware of this? No. So his, he's had four wives, is that right? Yeah. Uh, Mimi Rogers, Kidman, Nicole, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Those are the only ones I'm aware okay, of. Okay, there's three. Well, he divorced them all when they were 33. And apparently no within the way. Church of Scientology, the number 33 has significance mm. due to, I think it's either like a long... Do, due to Tom Cruise that
0: divorcing kind of people at 33, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. That way? is that He made it? that significant. Yeah, he made it. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole kind of mystery and myth- mythology around the number 33, apparently. So right. There's, people are going crazy yeah. on Reddit for that kind of stuff. Oh, what was the other story? He witnessed a hit and run. And then took the woman to hospital and paid her $7,000 medical bills. Can That's man? cool. Good guy. Real mensch.
1: Mensch, yeah. He is also a mensch, yeah.
2: the, uh The original kid who was going to play the kid in Jerry Maguire had to drop out because it was too overwhelming for him. And Tom Cruise kind of kept speaking to him and kind of allowed that transition to be quite quite smooth for wow. him. Wow. Yeah, he's, so he's a nice That's guy. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that is the thing is that I think it's hard to find people that say that they hate working with him. So what did you guys do today?
1: Well, we went out and had a little breakfast, had a little breakfast beer, and then sat down and watched Tropic Thunder. And I think pretty quickly, you know about the six-laugh test, Alex?
0: I do. Certainly. Commode, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, for a comedy to be successful, you have to laugh at least six times. I think it was you, Jim, said... I think within 10 minutes, maybe less, done. Oh, really? The start of this film is yeah.
0: phenomenal, isn't it? it is, it's, it's ridiculous. Those yeah.
2: fake trailers are yeah. fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah. I have to say, because I was watching on my own, I didn't get the kind of audience effect that you get where you G'd up to watch it. Yeah. So I was kind of just smiling, going, oh, yeah, oh. So I don't know that I can actually do the six laugh test. I reckon I had about four, though, real proper belly laughs and I have to say, they were all Robert Downey Jr. scenes. He definitely <laughs> yeah. gets I mean, the biggest one, Steal ones. the show, right? That so, and Jack Black trying to get a gun out of his thong. <laughs> was I love that moment. <laughs> it's one of my favourite moments. Where do you keep a gun when you're wearing a thong? Up your
2: crack. Up jack crack.
0: I think we've got to
3: say... Nice.
0: Not just because
1: Tom Cruise isn't the lead in this film by a long way, but also... I just don't think there's much value in going through the plot, like beat for beat, and the themes no. of the film and its meaning. No. Right? <laughs> is, so I want to a- focus on three areas.
0: But, but what is it about?
1: Uh, it's the making of a, a Hollywood Vietnam movie, and then to inject some verisimilitude into the proceedings. The director, played by Steve Coogan, drops his actors in the jungle and says, we're going to film it gorilla style, you're going to have to believe everything's real. But everything is real. Yeah. So there's a conflict between whether this is a real movie or whether they're actually in the shit in the jungle.
0: Yeah, conflict is a very strong word. <laughs> yeah. it's all it. The only person who thinks it's a real movie is Ben Stiller's character.
3: Talk. Tugger Nets. Tugger Nets. But
1: thrown into this is one of the most important elements of the film. Possibly one of the most controversial elements of the film. Robert Downey Jr. in Blackface.
0: Robert Downey Jr. playing an Australian actor who's playing a guy in Blackface who's playing, at one point in the movie, someone pretending to be Chinese. Yeah. It's some meta-level shit going on there. I mean, that is, this movie's got threads running through it that, you know... You're right, we shouldn't talk about it. It's going to get too complicated.
1: So, Cruz's place in the film is playing the head of the studio who hates everyone, blames Steve Coogan for the film going over budget, and he just is a horrible piece of shit, basically. So, Cruz gets to play a horrible him, though, piece of I shit. I kind of love him, I
0: to say. I love him. I don't know why. Maybe it's the day I'm having or something. But my favourite moment is when he uh, he says he's talking to the entire crew on some Skype thing. Uh, video call video conferencing thing and he says who's the grip and this guy kind of big guy puts his hand up and he says go over and punch him in the face steve coogan as hard as you can he's like, a good punch, "Sorry too. man." Yeah. yeah so he's a sorry man and then he does it's a really good punch but i don't know why i laughed so much that bit i just i, I kind of like tom cruise's character in this he, it there would have been a time when i would have really hated it but i think there's some people that i think i need to punch in the face
3: or we'll get somebody else to punch in the face for you
0: yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? You need a key grip, aren't
3: yeah, key grip.
0: I do, I do. I wish everyone could have a key grip in their life.
3: <laughs>
1: so yeah, let's um, let's talk about Cruise. That's what we're here to do.
2: I have a bit of trivia. I was uh, googling as we were watching uh, interview with Justin Theroux, who wrote the film, is mm. that right? Um, saying that Tom Cruise was offered the role that Ben Stiller went on to play, and he turned it down because right. he. He wanted to do this kind of right. gross out. Len Grossman, no, Les Grossman. Yeah. Len? Les. Les. <laughs> Les. Les Grossout.
3: Les. <laughs> yeah. Les Grossout. Bit grosser.
2: And then, um, so they wrote the role, and Tom was kind of saying, "Tom, like he's my friend." Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make really? it worse. Make it bigger. Make my hands fat. I want to really? dance. He was like really wanting them to kind of. I like that
0: that prosthetic them. he's wearing. It's pretty cool.
2: His hands <laughs> are amazing. His hands isn't? are off yeah. the
0: scale. because he's got really thin fingers. Actually, like does he? Yeah, he does. I noticed it on War of the Worlds. Ah. Another thing, another thing. No, was, was that the main takeaway? Those from, from the that aliens' film?
1: hands, Alex. That was the alien. Ah,
0: right. Ah. There's aliens. No, there's a moment when he's like blood spitting out, and he holds his hand up to the window, and he's like looking at his hand, and it's got blood on it because it's spraying everywhere, and he's just got really thin fingers. Not in this film. He's a bit. He's stacked, but a bit. Yeah. Chubby.
2: Like you can tell by his face that he's like a. He's Tom Cruise. He's ripped, but he's got this fat suit on. It's great.
0: Yeah. It's like a a chubby suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a a mafia don.
3: It's the hair. It's the hair on him. So much hair on him. On his his chest. chest. Right, right. His his chest, yeah, yeah. Not on the top of his head, though. I can
2: just imagine some crews, as they're putting it on him, just going, more. Yeah, yeah. More, more. Disgusting enough. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was gross. He was gross.
1: Uh, you know, what you're alluding to there, Stiller basically said almost everything about that character came from Cruz. Yeah. The hair, the makeup, the hands, the dancing, that was all him. Really? So yeah. I think in discussing Cruz in this film, we have to do something, Alex, that we've really avoided doing up to now, which is embrace the rumor mill and the gossip that was going on at this time. Because it's so intrinsic to his role in this film.
0: It's intrinsic to the story as well. Actually, I know we're not going to go through each bit of the plot, Yeah, but there's an interesting overlap with the main character in the film, Ben Stiller's character, is going through a career fall and trying to make a comeback.
1: And we all said here, like, Stiller's playing Cruise, right?
0: Uh, That's exactly what I said. I wrote that down.
2: Yeah, I would say, I I think Stiller in an alternate kind of universe would love to be tom cruise i agree to have that career trajectory
0: i agree there's even that um wait hang on in an alternate universe tom cruise. You, it's too just, early for just that, making a note Alex, on it's that too just, early for that yeah you're right yeah, i agree i agree <laughs> but did you see that uh i think it was like an oscars skit that was done yeah, yeah. one year tom cruise what was it again
1: it still had a character called tom cruise like zero 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 zero. O O Z E mm. and he was Tom Cruise's stunt double who wanted to become a leading man. Right. He was sick of being in Tom Cruise's shadow. So like he used to go to the MTV awards as Tom Cruise and play this character and I was still a
0: Yeah. Have you not seen that clip? You guys. Uh, oh, guys. No, I've not. No, I've no. not. I've not. All right. But yeah. that
1: is how Cruise ended up in this movie because right. he saw it and he said, That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, it's this thing about I don't think the stories about Cruise being insane match up with the anecdotes from people who've worked with him. Everyone who's yeah. ever worked with
0: him loves him.
3: Yeah, yeah and I think that's, that's what I was saying earlier. The general audience who have met him very rarely have negative things to say about him. Yeah.
0: I mean, take someone like Simon Pegg. You've got to think that he's not really up from very much crazy, right? You, he's
2: got good taste in people, I would say.
0: Yeah, you kind of get that impression. or Or that... At the very least, he wouldn't put up for Crazy for Long. And certainly not for like four Mission Impossible movies or however many it is he's doing. But
2: can you imagine being around Tom Cruise? He's flying World War Two <laughs> yes. jets. every night. Every <laughs> night. Motorbikes.
1: Yeah. You I imagine want, it every night.
2: <laughs> I, wanted, yeah. I want Tom Cruise to invite me to his motorbike shed and teach me to Yeah, motorbike. teach me. Teach hey, me, Tom.
1: Alex, it's not like you're just going to get invited to Tom Cruise's motorbike shed, is it?
2: I think Tom Cruise is listening. Theonathology
0: at (laughs) gmail.com.
1: But the other thing about Cruise's image in this film and what he's doing publicly and what he's doing in the film, he's playing the head of a studio. Yeah. He just essentially became co-head of a studio with United Artists. Yeah. Because Sumner Redstone, head of Paramount, cancelled his contract with Paramount.
2: Because of his crazy behaviour.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And Les Grossman is based on some of the Redstone. No way. That's Tom what Cruise. I was
0: going to ask as well. Yeah, It yeah. did seem like he was based on someone.
1: Yeah. This is a personal, Attack. huge piss take yeah. of the guy who just tried to fuck up Tom Cruise's career. <laughs> okay, so
0: who else? I put another note down. There's another actor in this that's based on another actor. Go on. I think. Robert Downey Jr. is Russell Crowe.
1: Yep, yeah, he said Crowe. Farrell and Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Perfect.
0: All in one. Yeah, that's the the method actors. Lewis, I guess arrogance. Well, that's both Russell Crowe and Colin Farrell. Farrell, Colin yeah. Farrell. But interesting.
1: But and isn't Robert
0: Downey Jr. also at that time coming out of like a bad boy phase? Yeah,
1: he just had
0: Iron Man, right. so this was his big right. his big. Okay, year. so he's already come back. He's already come back. Yeah,
1: and I mean, yeah. wow. We'll have to talk more about Downey. In a minute, but
0: yes, we might have to talk more about Robert Downey Jr.
1: You've also got Jack Black, who's doing a piss take of kind of a combination of Eddie Murphy's movies. Definitely. Um, You could say Adam Sandler movies as well, to be fair. Uh,
0: For sure, without a doubt. Is
1: there another sort of fat comedic actor, like Chris Farley, I guess, but he'd been dead a few years?
0: A little bit, and that would be in bad taste. I don't know that he was actually taking piss out of Chris Farley. No, I don't think he would. no. No. He's one of those guys. We're not going as far down the list as Carrot Top. Admittedly, Adam Sandler's movies are closer to Carrot Top's, most of his, some of his. But I don't think that Jack Black's character in this is going all the way down, that far down the no
1: quality what list. I, what I would say about Sandler is, at this point in his career, he would actually make Simple Jack. No changes, he would make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he just,
0: yeah, agreed. Agreed.
3: Fucking Simple Jack. So what was the craziest, crazy stuff he was doing? The whole Jim, you're, the, on the, you're sofa. the gossip expert.
2: I'm his unofficial biographer. No, I, I remember the the um, jumping on the sofa yeah. that, that he was in love with K.E. Holmes. That was yeah. a, a big thing that was kind of like, ooh, that's weird. And then he was on, was it Good Morning America or something? It was Matt Talk- Lauer. That's it. That was it, talking about psychiatry being yeah. total baloney, which yeah. is the, the kind of the crux of Scientology, isn't it? that they're, yeah. They don't believe in that.
0: It's an interesting... Right. You can um, fix
2: yourself. Okay.
0: ...interview. Yeah, and it, he was he was referring to Scientology, right, and yeah. he wasn't...
2: And when he, was that video, the one, the right. Scientology one that's
1: so miscavaged? Me. We haven't talked about Going Clear, and now might be a good time to sort of mention it briefly, because a lot of Going Clear and the Tom Cruise footage in it is taken from these promotional videos that he did for Scientology. And yeah, they leaked online, I think, around this time. Yeah, right. How fucking insane is Tom Cruise in those videos? That
2: shit crazy. <laughs> like, it's like a Nazi rally, the way the, the, the set is dressed.
0: Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And had they just got the status of officially a church, so they don't have to pay tax? Is that I the whole so. celebration? Yeah. yeah. It's all legit. It's uh, it's all good stuff.
1: But yeah. I think Cruise's performance in this, some people like, just really hate it. Let's go around. How do you feel about it? Gareth Stacey,
3: uh, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant, and and I think we were watching it, and uh, one of the cruise classics, too much energy. Forget about up. it. And I would argue oh, the right amount of energy. <laughs> <Agreed>. <laughs> the perfect. Just, I, I agree. Perfect it is not too much energy. It's brilliant. I think that's yeah. the amount of energy you need to play that role. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Brilliant. The insults he threw out were fantastic. <laughs> was um, my favorite lines. His look. We've talked about um, the dancing, forget about it.
1: And a line that you drop into like regular conversation quite yeah, a lot.
3: Yeah, it's part, part of my daily lexicon, if you like, is yeah. player, big dick player. <laughs> <laughs> how Regularly. Many, how, Regularly. Many,
2: how many jobs have you been fired from, guys? Jim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, also massive fan. It's that. It's that funny thing of... It's like kind of like seeing your teacher outside of school, and they've got this whole different <laughs> life. Yeah, yeah. And like Tom Cruise is, mate, has he done a comedy before this? Gold member? But yeah. like, that was, yeah, but, but that, he didn't really do that. It was, a but Kenya. he's fully balls out, like going yeah. for it in this. And, yeah, 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 I respect that, Tom.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I, I think that's that is part of it. And we've said a few times that it seems to be that when an actor has reached a great height. That, and they've had a bit of a fall, that it sort of behooves them to try and do something to ingratiate themselves to the public again to say, look, I don't take myself too seriously.
2: I think if he if I think if he did it with a half measure, I would be going, Oh, this is smoke and mirrors, this is trying
3: to be a distraction. Yeah. But because yeah. he does
2: go all out. I'm like
3: I also think with his performance in goal member, albeit brief, he necessarily didn't need to do that
2: previously. I can imagine him like once they say cut, he is just on Cloud Nine with this and he's absolutely loving it. Like, yeah, look at me, look at me being funny. How yeah. crazy is this?
1: I mean, yeah, you've got a lot of funny people in this movie, mm. and most of his scenes are with Bill Hader, who's just someone that I love. Mm-hmm. And he is on yeah. Saturday Night Live not long before he's this. He's
0: got nothing to do in this, though, not very much. Really? He's
1: there, mm. he's the straight man, really, to yeah. cruise, isn't he? He is, yeah, but. I think it must have been so hard for the background players to not just die laughing mm. during Cruisers stuff. I, I because it, it is so unexpected.
0: Yeah. Now, did anyone feel like there were dancers missing from his end credits? Dancing See, the very scene?
2: end dancing, I thought, wasn't needed. I didn't laugh Too as much. much. They should have Too just rough. left it
0: as,
1: you yeah. know, yeah. middle of the movie, whenever it was. It's the Minions yeah. effect. It's like when you find something funny, you overdo yeah. it, and I think they over-egg it a bit.
2: Well, Ben Stiller did the dodgeball and kind of milkshake stuff. True. yeah. So I think maybe he was thinking, we'll do that, and we'll finish it, off on the dance. It might
1: actually have been quite cool to have that Shrek-style ending. You know, like all of those movies end with a big musical number. Mm-hmm. To have just the whole cast, for mm-hmm. no reason whatsoever, come in, do like a Slumdog Millionaire. That would have worked. Yeah. JIHO. Yeah.
0: You know those um, fake movie trailers at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, they remind me of... Have you ever played the mo- movie game, Jim? Mm-hmm. Ben's movie game?
2: Yeah, yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Right. Um, what is it, Ben? Just for a listeners?
1: No, you... Yeah. Do you do it all yourself? Or- do yeah. All yeah. You Oh, yeah. You have to, have to come tuned. up... Yeah, that's it. God, I forgot my own game. You have to come up with a film and you have to assign a dream lead actor, dream lead actress supporting actor male or female director and someone to do the music or score yeah what or is do... it
0: called what was the one with um the fake trailer yeah with satan's the... alley. satan's alley yeah it sounds like something gaz would come up with i don't know why i just figured like <laughs> Robert so danny so, jr well, and toby that
1: Maguire. As well. That's great. <laughs> oh that is hilarious i totally agree
2: that, that little kind of biting of the does yeah. is perfect yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I Toby Maguire, I take my hat off to him as well for doing that as well. Yeah, perfect. Had he already done Lord of the Rings in that? No, not Lord of the Rings. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he hadn't. Spider Man. Yeah. Sp- yeah. Of course, he had because yeah. he got the um the it's MTV yeah uh, right. best movie train, kiss that's right. Yeah, best movie kiss. That's it. So he was already a household name by then. Yeah. Any other notable appearances?
1: I think Matthew McConaughey's really funny in this. It's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again, right. an actor that could be accused of taking himself too seriously and then doesn't.
1: I don't know. He was doing all the frothy rom-com shit mm-hmm. at this time. Yeah. This was before the reconnaissance.
2: I think he, he was maybe like in the industry known as, he's a funny guy, he's a he's a good actor. Yeah. Why are you doing How to Lose a... That was it, yeah. Because when he like came this.
1: through, he was so exciting. Yeah.
2: And then he just
1: did the same movie with Kate Hudson and Jennifer yeah. Garner, like over Amazing and over movies. and over again. Yeah, yeah. Huh?
3: Leaning on the DVD color cover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The leaning yeah. movies, yeah. Yeah. No, he's great. The uh I love that he saves the day at the end. Yeah. And also he's got one of my favourite lines in the movie where he says, What do you need less? Glasses. <laughs> it's really good.
2: <laughs> I giggled a lot at the very young Vietnamese boy in the village. <laughs> he was great. He was good. He just made me laugh so much. The, the head guy no the no head. no the okay. the 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 really young the baby
0: the, the toddler like the baby yeah he's a toddler yeah <laughs> the one who bends the right. light launches right. why did you bridge. make you laugh so much it was just funny you just found him really cute uh, yeah i think he was yeah.
2: dancing at one point and it was right it was great
0: okay. can i
3: can i give a big mention we might you might plan to talk about it later but danny mcbride in this movie yeah right
0: brilliant. yeah he's another notable definitely he's brilliant
3: He's playing right. himself. For... I think it's great. It's, it's the fun. part he always
1: plays. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think he's really good at the beginning. I think his subplot with Nick Nolte is just dead air.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not the best thing about it. Although they they have one. It has one of my favorite lines in it, which didn't need repeating at the end, which is Nick Nick Nolte's line. Uh, Danny McBride's asking him, "Hey, uh, that's a cool gun, you know? Uh, what's it called?" He's like, "I don't know what it's called." I just know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life. <laughs> I like that line.
2: I think that character was just a rehashing of um, Patches O'Houlihan in Dodgeball. The yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah, it was very similar.
0: Was he in that? I didn't. I no, don't it was Riptor. Torn, all. Ritorn, all right. that
2: was his name. Did
0: you spot John Voight? Of, of course, yeah, to, uh, yeah, at the Did end. you spot Tom Hanks? No, <laughs> yeah, he, he was yeah.
1: one of the other nominees yeah. at the it's end. Cool. Him and Sean oh, Penn. Really, I didn't spot right. that. Yeah. I, spotted Lance oh, no. I mean I saw him
0: on the thing. screen but was, I didn't yeah. see him in the audience yeah. oh no he wasn't so in Tom, the audience well that's what I meant Is that oh, the right. people who actually show up for the movie like, you can get a picture of Tom Hanks and put it in any movie we could quick. we could do it now let's put <laughs>
3: hey, Tom Hanks on quick question podcast. about Tom Boys in the movie because when he loses he starts crying is he satirising anyone there or taking the mick out of anyone specifically
1: probably He's, loads of people you know people crying but, when
3: they haven't won I think uh, there's a lot of ceremony. there's
1: a lot of inside baseball stuff in this. Like you, one of you, count um, shouted out the Marlon Brando moment. Mm. Like still has gone Brando. Mm. Kirk Lazarus ends up looking like Peter O'Toole in Lawrence of Arabia, and John Voight won an Oscar for Coming Home, which was a Vietnam movie. Mm. So I think that's just a little inside joke. At this point in the proceedings, Alex decides to put a picture of Tom Hanks up on his screen. Are you adding a photo of Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks <laughs> is joined us.
0: <Junders>. <laughs> Oh, he he looks Hi. ethereal in that image. I'm Tom Hanks. It's my best Tom Hanks. Look like Howdy, type, partner. <laughs> I'm a Toy Story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm
3: a Toy Story.
0: <laughs>
2: His face is so shiny. Oh, <laughs> I
0: cause... don't like chocolates. <laughs> <I> don't...
1: <laughs> 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 Guys, that tees up your Forrest Gump impression. I was running.
3: It's pretty good.
0: Terrible. No, it's brilliant, guys. Uh,
1: Jim, do you want to do your Meryl Streep impression? <laughs> I've,
0: I've got nothing. No. What okay. does she say?
2: Right. What's some of her lines?
1: Bingo it's not my baby.
0: <laughs> I have doubt. <laughs> I have doubt. Yeah, good one. Yeah. You said the name of the movie. It's <laughs> 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 so all you need to do to do an impression of an actor. <laughs> Mamma mia! Yeah. <laughs> That's Pierce Brosnan.
1: Oh, wow. We're way off course here.
3: Your view on Laz. Tom yeah.
1: Cruise. You guys all said it. I think he's really funny. I think Tom Cruise totally commits to it. I think it would be a much lesser movie if you switched Stiller and Cruise around, mm. which I imagine is where they would have gone if Cruise oh, had I accepted mean, the I, part. I, I couldn't I, imagine that I'd, movie. Were
0: they even thinking of it, though, for Cruise? No.
2: Didn't you say that? Yeah, I was reading that Justin Theroux had said that they'd offered it to Cruise, but he'd wow. read the script and was like, I want the producer. Probably because of this axe to grind he's got yeah. from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He wanted uh, to He wanted to be Les Grossman. You know, he wanted to stick it to... what? What's the person's name?
1: Sumner Redstone.
2: That's a made-up name. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name, isn't it? Yeah.
1: There is that thing, though, like you were saying about when actors are on a comeback trail, when they've got to prove something, that sometimes they if they're in a rut doing the same old role, they do a comedy because it's supposed to be easy. Yeah. And comedy's no. way, way harder. It is. And it I is think hard. everything that Tom Actually, Cruise gets right As evidenced
0: by an Adam Sandler movie that says that point very well. Yeah, yeah. The whole film with, um, what's his name? The guy who looks like you, Ben.
2: Albert Jury Denzel Washington. you.
0: Denzel Washington. Ben does do a good Denzel Washington.
2: Go on. Go on.
1: Use <laughs> the force, Luke.
0: Yeah, that's great.
2: That's
1: great. <laughs> I don't know who Denzel Washington is.
2: George Washington.
1: But I think everything Cruz gets right in this film just it actually cements how talented he is because his timing is phenomenal. Yeah.
2: His little nuances on his face just, he's a gross man in it.
0: He, oh, i really like it he does it. Well. he stole the show for me
2: you know i well Diddy. robert danny
0: jr steals the show yeah right but Cruz is a genuine highlight in this it doesn't look like a desperate grab at oh i'm in a comedy too look i can do this everybody like me because i know everyone's hating on me right now that's not what this looks like to me and yet there are people i guess if you're hating on Cruz at the time you'd be like oh i hate that guy And now he's just shown it up in a movie even grosser than he really is in real life. And so, but lots of people hate him without really looking at his career. And that's been one of the things that we've been talking about from the very beginning. That even though we've had guests on that actually don't like the person, we go, you run through his movies and you're like, yeah, but you like his movies, don't you? Mm -hmm. Would you say that's, I mean, neither of you have any sort of real hate for Tom Cruise at all, but when you go down the list of his movies are you surprised by how many that you've seen that you do did he have to
1: did he have to win you over at all or were yeah. you always just yeah he's alright
3: win me over a cocktail no no really? I did that, out. Yeah. I did that out. no uh, no definitely definitely I think um, I know you do your top ten trying to put together a top ten or even a top five trying to differentiate between what's going to it's really difficult because he's got mm-hmm. so many great films with the with the anthology I find it hard to get five films that I really loved. Right. Whereas Tom Cruise, I'm just writing them down. You know, there's at least ten that I really, really like.
2: Yeah. I think if he if he's not great in a film, he's proficient, but he works with great people, and yeah. that boosts his performance. I would say. Totally. So yeah, there's been no winning over for me. He's
3: he's just a good actor and makes great films that I want to watch. What has surprised me actually, particularly listening to the Cruise cast. It's the amount of amazing people he's worked with. Mm. Like he's worked with them all. Mm. Which I didn't yeah. I didn't really realise previously, but yeah, when he yeah. put put the films back to back and look at who was making the film, who was involved in the film, yeah, who who were the actors he was working with, he's worked with them all.
1: I think he got really lucky in his early career with working with some fantastic directors. Mm. And then once he had a bit of clout after Top Gun, yeah. I mean he pretty much has just been hand picking who he wants to work
2: mm. with. From the finance side of things, he's made great decisions. Forget about it. <laughs> he's making dollars. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, um, I should say, I didn't say at the beginning, I normally listen to this podcast whilst in the bath, so it's quite refreshing to be clothed. <laughs> <laughs> What is it
1: about you washing washing yourself while listening to my voice? I don't get it. <laughs>
2: I know, yeah, no, I'm usually in the bath, so it's 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 a novel experience not to be nude.
1: Because I did a podcast about four years ago with someone else. Sorry, Alex, if you are just founding about this for the first time. No, it's all
0: right. It's fine. It's fine. Ouch. Ouch. I don't care. Ouch. It's Fine. It's cool. It's cool. 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 cool, uh, cool and cool, 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 cool. You
1: sent in a reader. A reader. You sent in a listener comment, just saying, "Lovely episode, lads." Uh, I listened to it to accompany my genital scrubbing.
2: <laughs> Deviant. Well, my my testicles are pristine. How how many of you can say that? Zero. <laughs> Silence. No All one. three of mine.
0: Write no right <laughs> to us at theunithology at gmail.com if you have something really important to say about that. Anything else on Cruise, Alex? Yeah, I mean, I actually think that if there were any intended effects of this role... I I think it would have had that effect on me actually. At that time, I watched this movie. I didn't. I wasn't really aware of Tom Cruise the person. I wasn't really aware that I would. I was liking his movies either, and that's sort of my Cruise credentials is that I, well he was just an actor that does movies, and I didn't know that the movies that he did. I think I gen. I tend to think are quite good movies. So doing this podcast is the is the moment that I sort of said. Oh, yeah, he does do good movies. Mm. And, oh, right. Oh, it's Tom Cruise in that. It's Tom Cruise in Valkyrie. It's Tom Cruise in these movies. It's Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Of course it is. And that's actually a real credit to his not only acting talent, but then also his star power as well, in the in the sense that he can pick and choose his projects as he wants and show this. I hesitate to use the word varied because there's something that's coming through in all his performances now, which is just essentially Cruise it's quite difficult to get away from i think for an actor and then doing a project like this it's like he there's a lot of crews coming through but also it's really not a character he's actually played before i know gaz you said that he kind of has but this is this is the douchebag character amped up to the absolute max i think it's him he's an he's an evil guy if it wasn't a comedy this would be purely evil
1: yeah he's a bad guy i think but he's also kind of not but I think it's the <laughs> second, second time... Hang on,
0: hang on a second. We're talking about a producer who's saying, let's leave this actor out there to be murdered by his kidnappers because we'll make more money on the insurance. <laughs> you think that's yeah. kind of not... No, no, that's why he's a okay. bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> he, there's no comeuppance well, for him at the end. He wins. And we don't no, feel bad that but... he doesn't have a comeuppance, do we?
0: Well, no, because it's a comedy. Yeah, It's not really...
1: I think this is the second time in 10 years that he's had to hit the reset switch basically. I think after Eyes Wide Shut we talked about how he really needed to just get some shit out of his system and that's where Magnolia and Mission Impossible 2 came from. I think this was hitting the reset switch on his reputation and his public image and it does a pretty great job I think in hindsight of saying yeah that's behind me I'm back, I'm going to take myself a little bit less seriously, let's have some fun (laughs) come watch my movie
0: I think you're right. That's actually a much more succinct way of putting it. Another notable that I just want to mention before we move too far away from from it, Jay. How do you say his name? Baruchel. 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 I like him. I always like him when yeah, I see really, him in, in stuff. Does. And and but I just he's not really somebody that if he has done a big movie, I've not seen him in one. If he has done it, he's not a leading um, man, is he? Not really. No, but he's always a good a good side man. So so let's talk about Robert Downey Jr. And that's what I'm trying to say is that, yeah, that another character, there is a black character in this called Brandon T. Jackson, black actor, who's playing a, a character in this, who really makes the point that the movie, it's the only way that they could really handle the point. So that he's basically taking offense to the fact that Robert Downey Jr. He's actually gone through an operation to make his skin black. <laughs> he's, not just, he's not just put blackface on. Um, so he's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Australian actor who's gone through this operation to, to play a black guy from the seventies, and he's playing the stereotypical character that would be in a in a slave movie, right? That's who he's. He's, he's jumping between that and a kind of seventies black exploitation guy. Yeah, I think and, he's playing all
1: the colours yeah. of the black stereotype: Louisiana, <laughs> right, right, right. greens and crawfish, saucy.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's <and> it. <laughs> And so the other character just, he snaps at one point and just says, you, I don't know what he, I can't remember the There was one good saying. role
1: for a black guy and they gave it to Crocodile Dundee.
0: Right, that's it. And then, and then him taking the piss out of his australianness ness um, he gets really offended by it. And I think that, I, I don't know if they got it right. I'm not going to go as far as saying they made the point well with the movie, but it is, it's the most political point about this film. They had to have something in it to, to not make it that the movie is being offensive. Does that make sense? By having... Well, by we, having right. we had
1: a conversation about the Simple Jack stuff in the film. And right. You were saying that you, you actually found that quite offensive.
2: Yeah, I, I think it is. And I, I, I do get that they're poking fun at films that try and do that and get it wrong. I Am Sam yeah. is possibly the worst offender. One of them. One of them. Um, but yeah. I think it's where you're coming from. I work with children with learning disabilities, so the word retard is like stings me. I get like a kind of visceral feeling towards it, and the fact yeah. that it's used over and over again, it doesn't really matter what context they're using it in. It's the fact they're using it over and over, and it's a bit lazy for me. It's a bit Farrelly yeah. Brothers kind of.
3: That was that was yeah. my feeling. I didn't I didn't necessarily find it offensive. I just felt like it was lazy. Maybe
2: I was just offended my like
3: sensibilities of enjoying a film. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. De-
0: well, no. I I think you're making a fair point there, Jim. They're tr- it's it's a bit weird in a movie where they are actually trying to make the point how it is offensive that you could have a white guy, the only good black role that there is in this movie, and it's given to a white guy is a good point, and it says a lot about a sort of embedded or unconscious racism that is, is there in the states and everywhere while they're trying to make that point, there's no point made about an embedded prejudice against people with learning disabilities.
2: And I think the the film on a gag point of view is quite lazy because there's a lot of repetition Hmm. with uh, the simple Jack stuff, repetition with uh, Downey Jr. and then Jack Black kind of coming off drugs. Yeah. And only the Robert Downey Jr. thread works for me as the Mm -hmm. kind of repetition of that gag. Yeah. But if if he was doing blackface, Makeup wise, more offensive. I think that they went all out and he actually had a yeah to revolt Nicolas Cage face off kind of <laughs> thing going on makes it more acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: um, with the Simple Jack stuff, you're right. The reason it falls down is that it's not making any point and the cynicism of actors chasing those roles because everybody wants an Oscar for Forrest Gump. The stuff with Robert Downey Jr. works because it's. Genuinely trying to say something about privilege and race in Hollywood. Yeah. Plus, Downey Jr. is knocking it out of the park in this film. Every single gesture he makes is hilarious. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's just this one scene, right, where I don't even remember the line. I just I laughed so hard I it actually tips. rewound it because I missed something. <laughs> and it and it he go- just. What it's the look after he tips. says that it's
2: the tips that's the one yeah, yeah. and he's like yeah, yeah. He,
0: does and his he like runs and then
2: ridiculously he walks ridiculously
3: yeah, he's, yeah. It's, it's it's great his whole physicality when he's dressed up as the the woman <laughs> the way he walks and the way he yeah sort of lumbers around is very effeminate is and, it a woman yeah it's brilliant
2: he does some good is... eye acting as well because his face is covered yeah, yeah. Tom is he, he actually a
0: woman acting, and is he supposed to be a woman. <laughs> A woman farmer is that? Yeah, I thought so. Um, yeah. Tending to his rice paddies. You I know, love it. And then the little farm. kid comes back and says, Well oh, poppy farm, wait, hang on. And he's like, What I what is it? Are you a rice a rice farmer or a poppy farmer? And and it just sets him up so brilliantly for what is probably my favourite line, when he pulls out some guns and just shoots
2: starts shooting everyone and says,
0: I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker <laughs> But do you think I it love also it.
2: only works? Because he has a black character to play yeah, off. Yeah, the exactly. Case. They
1: face it head on. Yeah, They have the conversation that anyone who's conflicted about, is this okay? Why is this okay? They have it out. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that sort of... So, that's yeah. Smart, so, right?
0: in that sense, just to round up the point, well, I guess we're agreeing. It's in a movie that's trying to be sensitive to something like that, how it could be so insensitive to... Uh, on the whole... the retard thing, by using the word retard indiscriminately, really... The only real use for it is to try and make that point that actors that play those roles are more likely to get nominated for or get an Oscar. And they reel off, you know, Forrest Gump and I Am Sam and these things. (laughs) And at the end, you see like Sean Penn in a picture of like, you assume he's nominated for a movie where he's playing a blind guy. We get that what you're saying about the academy and the politicization
2: of that, but like maybe be a bit more sensitive to the whole point, and it, and it's a, it's a sensitive topic, and it's hard to choose the right words. And and
1: the wonderful <laughs> irony of that sequence at the end with the Oscars, though, is that Downey Junior did pick up an Oscar nomination for playing this film.
0: That is so weird. Did he? That... Yes.
1: Yeah. Best Supporting Actor.
3: Who was he up against?
1: Heath Ledger. He was robbed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what does that show?
1: That he's brilliant.
3: No, but I mean in terms of. The character and all the issues we were talking about. Does that show that Hollywood's accepting of
0: that? I think what Hollywood is accepting is that the point that the character's making is right. So they still give an Oscar to a white guy. <laughs> but why was he nominated? Were they were they that thin on good nominees for that year? It's like really
1: be fair. Like Downey Jr. was nominated in his twenties for playing Chaplin. He was a big Hollywood darling. And then he went off the rails, and this was his comeback. So it was the Academy welcoming him, welcoming him back. But I think you also have to remember that the Academy isn't a body; it's a thousand people, seven thousand people voting, and however many people nominated him, however many people voted for him, they saw that it's not just that he's fucking hilarious in this film. As we've discussed, he's playing so many different levels of parts in this film, right, and maintaining a consistent character throughout. That is talent.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's something that they speak to as well, which is I think a bit more interesting than the than the um, the stuff around. Is it controversial? Is it not? And I think what's more interesting is why he has one of the best roles. Is because the the humor around him not being able to get out back out of character, like he's stuck in character. Well, he even that...
1: says, yeah. "I don't break character until I've done the DVD commentary." Right and the DVD commentary for Tropic Thunder, he's still playing the black Earth <laughs> Oh, character. fucking way! That's yeah.
2: so cool. <laughs> I would have loved <laughs> cool little to have bit seen of Downey Jr and Cruise in the same scene. Yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been good. There was talk as well, the article I was reading, that was about uh, Cruise getting still a role, that they were going to do a spin-off, a Les Grossman. Uh, no, see, movie. that's the minions. You yeah. don't need um, that, And it's overkill, yeah. for sure.
3: Yeah. No,
0: And I'm glad they didn't. So, pitch it, guys. A movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise as the two leads.
3: Satan's alley. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well done, Agreed. Gaz. You win? Next question. Gaz wins. <laughs> Gaz wins. That's it, done. Right, he's the fart too.
0: Yeah. Uh, ben, are there any other things we should be going through? Classics. Being rich.
1: Tick. Tick it off. I said that. You did. <laughs> well, uh, well done. Too Much Energy, we've yeah. mentioned... Another big one linked to that, though, the flip-out. He gets a couple of major flip-outs in this one.
0: Every scene.
2: Yeah. But it's 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 part of his character, then. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise uh, flipping out. I agree, Jim. Like, it is part of his character. So what would an, a Les Grossman flip-out look like? Because if we assume that's just his baseline, what we see, that that's just him being cool.
2: yeah. That yeah. that that's part of who he is. I guess yeah. yeah. The the over What is it over exuberance? Is that one of your classics? More more energy than is necessary. Yeah, because we say it's probably not. He that is no. his energy level It's adequate. Still, still energy. a
3: lot of energy though.
2: Let's be clear yeah. on that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but, it, but adequate. But his dancing is quite restrained. It's not. It's, oh, it's so nuanced. But it's <laughs> the beauty of it. And but he's the doing the it.
0: dad dance. He's doing like if your dad was dancing at a uh, really. No, he's doing He's dancing cool. Are, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's that, maybe a sign that we're de- we're becoming dads. Do you, you not
2: dance like that, Alex? How do you dance?
0: I I dance much better than that, actually. Really, Jim? You were there. When... I was there New Year's Eve. What? Oh yeah, no,
2: yeah. If we're talking about over exuberance, then uh, that was there. That dancing. happened. I have on a cane the stage, and a top hat and with everything. a
1: cane, glitter
0: on Rihanna. your face. I think
2: there was. was like a painting
1: of eyes on his eyelids. Oh.
2: It was, it was fantastic.
0: <laughs> it was legendary. Uh, I, I, that was the first and last time I've ever danced.
1: I don't I really have any others. I don't think looking taller than years counts. I don't think there's any voice of reason. He doesn't get a woo. He doesn't get some. He doesn't do any running. He doesn't take his shirt off and he doesn't jump off anything.
2: His shirt's open though. Yeah. It's not off though.
3: It surprises me he doesn't woo.
1: Yeah.
0: He
2: should have wooed. He no should And you know that he should have done like a
0: mega Les Grossman woo. Yeah.
2: You know that he gets a lot. He doesn't get some on screen, but Mm. that character gets some. Alex, let me ask you a question. Yo.
3: What would a Len Grossman woo sound like?
0: Oh, that's a good point. Let me see if I can work work one up.
3: (laughs) Woo, you motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) Loving that? Brilliant. Yeah, okay. Accepted.
2: I keep wanting to call him Len Goodman, which is... Yeah, well, that's
3: (laughs) different. Um, That's a
1: very different guy. Come on. Um, What we do get, though, Gaz spotted this, and I would have missed it if he hadn't shouted it out, in place of any other classics, the ending.
3: Oh, yeah. I really like the ending, and it's something that's... You picked up on before in previous episodes it's is Ben's, when Ben's
0: favorite ending. Yeah, you have the character
3: yeah. and the name next to it. All that was yeah. missing was the yeah. Ben Stiller as Tug.
0: You're segment. right. You're right. But great you got ending. it because that's the perfect version of that ending. It's just, the ending they have it in Predator. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's one of my favorite versions of it. Yeah, and
1: they had an opportunity here to pay homage to those uh, '80s Vietnam movies like. Platoon and Hamburger Hill that always did. did that because they always had these diverse casts. They should have done it in the style of, you know, get Bill Hader or even What would have been great and...
0: is, is that if they just had like, oh, Charlie Sheen, but just that like, Charlie Sheen wasn't in it, but they just have him there in the clothes yeah. like Charlie Sheen as, you know, and they with that bit where they, they turn and they're like, yeah. hey, yeah. And they're like out of character though as well. They're in character and then they break character a little bit and go, huh, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an yeah. actor. I'm just an actor. Sonny Landham as Billy. That's it. It would just be great (laughs) to just have actors that weren't in it at all, but have all been in, like, Vietnam Leslie Nielsen as Frank Trebin. Yeah. (laughs) That would just be amazing. Cruisiverse, thoughts? Wow.
1: We jump back to the pre-Jerry Maguire, breathe and hunt days to find out how Tom Cruise ended up with his fetish for masks in Vanilla Sky, which also bridges the gap to 200 years later. Rather than waking up in the far future, as he was told... He wakes up 50 years in the future and becomes pre-crime's first hero in Minority Report. Now unstuck in the space-time continuum, Tom Cruise regains some semblance of honour as a samurai in the 1800s Japan. By the time he returns to modern-day Los Angeles, he has a death wish, coupled with a newfound philosophy about the universe, in Collateral. Having stared death in the face, he returns to his family to try and be more than just a deadbeat dad, just in time for a war of the worlds. After which, the spy gang comes a-calling, and Ethan Hunt is called back into active service, now Married for the third time. He sits down with Meryl Streep and inadvertently exposes corrupt political shenanigans in Washington in Lions for Lambs. If you Woo-hoo! wish to, to make a movie star from scratch, from scratch you must wo-hoo! first invent the cruciverse.
0: I Boo-hoo!
1: think we've just got to say he's Mission impossible in it.
0: Well, I guess a little bit, but I think something else is going on here. I think what happens is that he actually gets in touch with a character he hasn't got in touch with yet. And that's Tom Cruise, the actor. Okay. And he, when he wakes up as Tom Cruise, the actor, he's like, what the fuck has been going on? And he's like, what? I've lost the movie deals. I've... What's going on? I need to start my own studio. So he's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to do a part now. I'm going to take on the role of somebody just to prove to everyone that I hate that producer person. And so it's, like, it's basically like a little holiday cruiserverse for him. Okay. It's like a little jump into. So he's really just playing this actor, this character. It's really what you see on screen is what's happening in the verse. It's no, no more complicated than that.
1: And he's trying to set up the Stillerverse,
0: the verse. Because of Jim setting up earlier that in some alternate universe, Ben Stiller would have been a Tom yeah. Cruise or Tom Cruise type. I think he's really, you're really onto something there. And I think that because of the confluence of all of these movie verses colliding. Tom Cruise had no choice but to be Tom Cruise in this instalment of The Cruiseverse. Done. Sold.
1: We have reeled off, as we've been going through, some favourite lines. There are a lot of good lines in this film. Mm. Hit me with some of your other favourites. <laughs> Jim, you made me write one down for you.
2: Big-ass titties? Correct. I prefer That's me it. saying it than actually in the film, actually. <laughs> when I watched it in the film, I was like... Oh. It's not as funny. No, it's better when I'm doing I it. I
1: prefer um, <laughs> when Danny McBride says, "Mother Nature just pissed her pants." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That guy's got luck tattooed to his ass.
1: I, it's all in the delivery.
3: Though, I know. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. I was too
2: scared to do it. It's not the same in a Northwellian got accent. Tattooed got
3: to his ass.
0: One of mine is a Steve Coogan line: "Crawling up Satan's bottom."
2: Okay, <laughs> mm. like that
0: one. And everyone's using like butt and ass, and all being American, and he's just so
2: English, yeah. and he's just calling up Satan's bottom. I, I like love that. the the Jack Black line when he's attached to the tree. It's good. Did you write that down, Ben? Have you got that? I didn't,
1: but he's basically saying that he will
2: perform fellatio
0: on Al Pacino, but it's it's... like to, like do anything to get free it's from the trees. The that detail
1: yeah. that he goes into. A yeah. cradle the balls. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I've got oh, I've got one. I rubber down the junior line. Go on. Yeah. Everyone's gay once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tom Cruise break your dick off. Yeah,
0: break your dick off and put it up your ass.
3: The
1: the two great Cruise lines for me are: Wow, you're a great American. This country owes you a great debt. Now shut the fuck up and let me do my job. (laughs) And uh, take a step back and literally fuck your own face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I missed that one completely. That's pretty. I'm going to save that one. That one's going in the bank. That's a really good one. Who are you I going don't to know save if I'm ever to going to have it? a chance to use it, but I, I might look for a chance to when somebody's really pissed me off. like
1: The Downey Jr. line that really made me laugh, I don't think I've ever picked up on it before, is when he's been pretending to have a piss and he walks away and just goes, "That <laughs> huh, smelled like bologna," for some reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Any it Any tips? Can we just do a little thing on on Ben Stiller? Sure. I, I don't think that this is one of his best movies at all. I, I don't think I think he's great he in it directs the shit out of it. it that's totally true. Um, but I, as performance wise, it's uh, maybe it's because it's just Ben Stiller and I'm so used to him. He's doing what he does in every movie. He's borderline Zoolander character in this. Yeah, I said um, that.
2: Yeah. It must be hard when you're seeing Downey Jr. pull that out of the bag and you're like. I can't compete, you
0: know. Yeah, which which they kind of the movie kind of is. That's one of the major themes between the two characters, right?
1: So yeah. maybe
3: it's a really clever performance by Ben Stiller. He's, yeah, he's you're just right, the centre,
1: but he got that out of Cruise and Downey, so yeah. yeah, hats off to him. Yeah,
0: so as far as directing's concerned, yeah, I'd take my hat off to him. I think it's great. Yeah, how was it received, Ben? Would you like some numbers? Why not? It's your numbers. Budget.
1: 92 million, It's an expensive movie. Tom Cruise's salary, 500,000.
0: Because he's only on it, what, three days, four days, I reckon. Uh, Yeah, max. To do those scenes? No, he's doing it as a favour. You you don't want to put that stuff on every day, right, for too long.
1: Hell no. Um, Worldwide gross, though, 188 million, which is not bad, but the film is so expensive that it's not making a lot of money back there.
0: If this had cost no.
1: 20, 30 yeah. million, yeah, Runaway Success, brilliant.
0: It's not It's not that highly rated, the movie. I mean, I know there are people who like it, who have it, in they like, oh, I love that film, it's classic, but it's not like um, it wasn't a mega hit. It's your numbers. It's not a classic, but, well, you guys share the reactions, because you sort of weren't looking forward to it that much. Had you not seen it before? <clears throat>
2: yeah, I'd you? seen it, I'd seen it probably when it came out, uh... I think I remember it being funnier than it actually was. Like the opening ten fifteen minutes, great. And I sat down and went, "Yes," and then it just tapers off. Mm-hmm. It gets lazy. Uh, I wouldn't say I was bored at any point, but yeah, I just wanted more Downey Jr., more Cruise. Yeah, Stiller can go fuck his own face.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm the opposite, actually. I, um, <laughs> no, in terms of my memory of it, I watched it when it kind of first come out. And, um, it was funnier than I remembered it being, particularly the first half an hour. The first mm. half an hour is really funny. Yeah, like, definitely, like we said, yeah. you know, six, 10 last yeah. passed yeah. done. Yeah. That's away. So but so weird. I think as soon That's as, as so soon weird. as, um, Tug goes off into the jungle on his own, it kind of yeah. falls apart a little bit.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing because I had the opposite experience. Sorry. I, I, the first 25 minutes I wrote are not great. Um, but they're important what? to set up the plot. That's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, that was the I had the exact opposite, and then as soon as Steve Coogan explodes, then I'm in. I'm like, yeah, now I'm in. I don't know why. To me, like, Steve
2: Coogan was yeah. the weakest part of yeah. the
0: first. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think it falls foul of something that bugs me a lot about comedies, and this is trying to be a lot of different things. It's trying to be like a big budget display of Ben Stiller's directorial powers. But it's also trying to be a satire and a knockabout wacky comedy. And I think the satire stuff, fine. But when you're making a wacky comedy, you don't need to worry about having loads of plot. And the reason that yeah. it slows down in the second and third acts is we've got to wrap the story up. No, you don't. Just give us more of the funny shit. That's why yeah. the first half of an hour is so great mm-hmm. for me.
0: Yeah. The best bit the best bits of the movie are the wacky bits. Yeah. You know? And when Robert Jr. is just allowed to just Keep going. You know, that that, that face of like, Get your chips. you know, Just that you can just see they just leave the camera on him. It's like, he's a legend. So before we rank
1: it, I don't think this is going in anyone's top fives, but I'm curious, what are some of your top cruise films of all time?
3: Magnolia, Eyes Wide Shut, Edge of Tomorrow, Vanilla Sky, Minority Report. Solid list. With Rayman and Jerry Maguire circling...
1: Yeah, I'd probably put them in in place of Minority Report, but good list. Jimmy?
3: Uh,
2: I would say I think Minority Report is up there. Everyone loves Minority that. Report. Yeah, but I watched it like a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, it's great. Uh, Magnolia is great. Also, um, I like Mission Impossible 3 a lot. All right, Philip okay. Seymour Hoffman it's fantastic. Mm. And then um, Rogue Nation is fantastic. fantastic. I, lo- I just love those action and then Rain Man as well. Like, that's a pretty brilliant movie. Agreed. What else has he done? If only you could make a podcast kind of listing them all.
1: We can try and wrap up the last 20-odd weeks in the next 20-odd minutes if you want. Nah.
3: Nah. <laughs> can I just say, in terms of ranking, I know you guys rank it differently in terms of performance or film. Hmm. Uh,
0: we 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 rank it differently every time yeah, there, so yeah. worry,
3: <laughs> it doesn't worry. and that and it's so difficult because for me hands down magnolia is his best performance as an actor because yeah. he does it all yeah but it's also a great film too so i don't know what yeah. point i'm trying to make is because it's not a
1: tom cruise film yeah yeah but yeah it's still top of my list
0: if i was going to base this purely on Robbie Dunn junior's performance i could put it quite high because i just i love it so much um but obviously it doesn't deserve to go that high in this list uh, because it's Tom Cruise. So just based on Tom Cruise's performance, I'm putting it about halfway down my list, below Collateral, um, but above War of the Worlds, actually.
1: A fun watch. And watching it with you boys made it twice as much fun for me, if I'm honest. Mm.
3: Yeah, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to put it below Born on the Fourth of July and above Legend. Next time! We've got a really good one, and I don't think you've seen it, Alex. Valkyrie.
0: Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. I, no, I'm really looking forward to it.
3: Boys, yeah. do you like Valkyrie? I've only seen it once. Kind of forgot it. Okay. I've never seen it.
0: Uh,
1: it's. I really like it. Does Tom
2: Cruise wear an eye patch? Yeah. Eye
1: patch, and he's missing an arm. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to join us next time for Valkyrie. James Door. Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me, Ben and Alex Bellardi. Gas, Stacey, ditto. Thank you very much. I offer a can of booty sweat and a bust nut chocolate bar.
0: Sure, why not? I want both of those right now. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining me. Until next time. Woo
1: Woo! Fine. Don't forget, you can Jack Reachers at the Arnithology on Twitter, The Arnithology on Facebook, and The Arnithology at gmail.com.